It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, I think I've got this uh, right. We, we had to juggle some mics around, but uh, say something. Something. Okay, I think Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. God, that's the most overplayed clip ever. Yeah, it is, but... You always go to it, don't you? You do. It's just it's like an it's like an instinctual thing. Someone says playoffs, and you have to do your best Jim Mora impression. <laughs> like it's like it's like a rule with sports fans that we all just kind of agree to do. But well, we'll have some we'll have some fun because uh, basically it's here. Like yes. we're, we're we're it's within grasp. We're like whatever thirty hours away. Whatever. Yeah, it is. recording this right now. We are like yeah thirty. Two, yeah. sure, sounds right. Sounds about right, and it's I can't th- wait. It's Thursday morning. We have Bill Warren on for the picks. You know that's going to be a fun time. But we we spend more time talking before recording than we do actually recording with them. But that's all right. Yeah. Well, we were having fun, and then hockey season's coming up, so I had to pick Bill's brain. And then we went down memory lane. Oh, yeah. the old days when he used to coach the junior team here. But big games this week. Uh, North Branch, St. Clair, Croslex, Notre Dame prep, Port here on High, Port here on Northern, and then Marine City plays South Lake. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there are a few other games, uh, but uh, the, the ones that you were, were, were listing off there, like those top three games, like, and, and we'll do it. I'll give you reasons why both sides could win the game. 100%. And, and why it's so, like, it's such a, a fine line in these matchups, and that's the way it should be when you get to the postseason. Yeah, because a year ago, the first round was the easiest round of picks for us ever because everyone was in, and you knew what that 1-8 matchup was going to be a 60-point bludgeoning. Yeah, the, I, I did the numbers last year, and it was ridiculous. Like, the average margin of victory it was like 48, was like 48 points, yeah. something like that, and, and we had, like, over 60 teams in the state score 60 points in a first-round playoff game. I mean, the numbers were just just stupid. Yeah. And, and it's a good argument of why we shouldn't have a system where everybody makes the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. Not in this sport. Right. All right. Anyway, let's, uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get to it. All right. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Duraclean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Duraclean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
football season. I'm gonna. It's officially football's here. back, baby. Um, Brady and uh, is Dennis back. hanging out at Marine City today. Tesla takes a snap, hand it off to the left side. Tetler makes one man miss the step arm. Jukes to the outside across the 30, 25, 20. He's got the angle, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Zach Tetler. Touchdown, Marine City. The junior punches it in from 32 yards out. Heslop has trouble with the snap, picks it up. He's just going to fire deep. Charles Tiger has no one within 10 yards of him. He catches at the 40, and he can walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Marine City. Heslop takes it, going to hand it off to the fullback, going up the middle. Touchdown, Wyatt Walker and Marine City. Marine City's been doing it for three decades nonstop. One to his right. He's going to hand it off to Saligan. Saligan cuts it back. Oh, he's got room to run. Denny Saligan at midfield to the 45, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Can he get there? He does. Touchdown, Richmond. Morgan takes it out of the gun, hands it off to Jones, cuts it up over the 25, 20. He's got room to work. 15, 10, 5, and he's going to dive for the pylon. Did he get in? Yes. Touchdown, Richmond. This is an Armada team looking to win six games or more for the first time since 2004. Pitchback Fodale, and he's looking to throw it himself on a trick play. Got a man wide open. It's caught by Fight. Across the 50 and streaking down the field, Fight will score on a 76-yard trick play. Heb to Conan. Conan dives over the pile. He's into the end zone for an Armada touchdown. They'll come up now with uh, 30 seconds to go. Again, victory formation. Heb under center. Drops to a knee, and they won't have to snap it again. Clock will wind down. Final score, Armada Tigers 34. Richmond Blue Devils 10. But here's a team, when we talk about football, we absolutely have not talked about for the past 10 years. Marine City Cardinal Moon. And Hazen later takes the direct snap, and he's on the move. Trying to bounce outside to the 10. He's to the 5. He's to the goal line. He's into the end zone for a Cardinal touchdown. And Rice has got it at the 45, and he's back across midfield. Running across the field, Rice to the 40. Look out, turns the corner. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. For a Mooney touchdown. And they're throwing for Trombley, and he's got the catch at the 40, to the 50, to the 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Forget it. Touchdown, Ryan Trombley. And I'll start right at, up at uh, Crosslex because I think that they're the team with the target on their back. Townsend with an empty backfield this time, looking to throw and firing deep down the middle to a wide open Sage Slanik, and he makes a great catch. Falling into the end zone for a pioneer touchdown. Heb out of the gun, dropping back to pass. Throws to the far side, intercepted. Going the other way, cross left. 20, 15, 10, 5 to the pylon. Did he get in? He did. Pick six, cross Lex. Landon Butler jumped in front of that one. Third down here, they give it to Grappi, right up the middle to the 20. Still on his feet as he breaks the tackle at the 15, 10, 5. He's going to score. Touchdown for Billy Groppy. And, and I don't know anything about North Branch because they're so far away from us. Takes the ball, hands it off, going to the left side. That's 29 Henny. He gets to the second level. He's still going. 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. He gets pushed down from behind all the way near the Crosslex 10. Damasco from the gun. Takes the snap, rolling out to his right. He's going to have Pioneers in the face. Throws to the end zone, and it's caught! What a catch in double coverage by Lucas Chapman. 
Broncos get on the board. Let's talk St. Clair. Let's move to the gold. What kind of a record are they going to have? What kind of a team is this? I formation. Handoff. This is White. White trying to find a hole. Gets the goal line, and he's in for a Saints score. McCumber out of the gun. Snap comes. Fakes the bubble screen. Going deep. Intercepted. Logan Ellis again. 45 cut back, and he's tackled. Logan Ellis jumped the route. Pistol look again in the backfield. Reed goes in motion. They fake to him. Luke Ellis will keep. Try to bounce it outside to the 25. A cut to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Another cut to the 5 and into the end zone. Send a man in motion. They'll pitch it back to Troy running to the right. Troy trying to get outside. Troy to the 20, 25, 30. Troy to the 40. Down the far sideline. It's a foot race. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Forget it. Gavin Troy, 90 yards on the run for a big red touchdown. Picked off by Green at the 35. MJ to the 20, to the 15, 10, Five, and he's knocked out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. Holler out of the gun, and he's going to keep it. He's got room to work on the left side. He cuts to the outside across the 20, 25, 30, 35, 35, 40. First down more, 50, 45 foot race, 35, 30, 20, 20, 15, 10, 5. Amari Holler, 81 yards. There are no flags on the field. Looking to throw, has time, firing deep for Prone. Tipped right into Prone's hands. He'll make the catch, and he'll score. It was tipped by the defender into the hands of Hayden Prone, and he takes it 52 yards. Low snap, and it's blocked. Joe Meyer, he blocked it. He's going to pick it up himself. No one's going to stop him. Special team score for Port here on high. Kerrigan in motion. Bloink setting up the screen. Steinhauer at the 40. 45-50 in the Viking territory. 45. Breaks the tackle. 40. Steinhauer to the 30. It's a foot race. 20, 15, 10, 5. Steinhauer into the end zone. Touchdown, PHN. Down to seven seconds. This will be the last play of the game. Bloink, snap, looking. Three-man rush from the Big Reds. Still looking. Pressure from behind from Phillips. Throws it deep. It is caught by DeLong at the 30, and he's tripped up. And the Big Reds are Mac Blue champions. Got any voice left? Now I do, a few weeks <laughs> later. <laughs> Let's start right there. Port here in High Port here on Northern. Uh, the fifth meeting between the two teams in the last three seasons and the second time in three years that they're going to play a playoff game, if you missed it. If you were living under a rock or aren't a high school football fan until this year, hmm. um, in 2019, they had uh, just two sensational games in the regular season. It was 29-26 Huskies, and then they met in the postseason a couple weeks later, and the Big Reds pulled off a 27-21 victory in that one. So you had two one-score games that year. You had basically a one-score game last year. I know the final was 20-7, to but on the last play, Northern scrambled up to the line to try to get Much a game. like this year. Tying touchdown, and it was picked off and run back with no time left. That's why you had a 20-7 to score instead of a 14-7 to score, and you did have a 14-7 to score in the first meeting this year. It was a great game, and yeah, the DeLong, they, they, this time instead of throwing a pick, they, they completed like a 40-yard pass, and DeLong, if he slipped one, maybe two more tackles, he would have scored. 
Uh, just to, to give you the statistics for PH, 6-11 and 11 all-time in the postseason, 1-0 against Northern. Northern is 4-8 and eight all-time in the uh, postseason. But for both of these schools, the majority of their playoff games have been in the recent years. Yes, yes, they have. And like I said, this has kind of been the golden era of this rivalry. I see both coaches, I know you were out at practice earlier this week. I don't think they would have rather had a, another round one opponent. No, uh, this this is fine by them to get a, another chance at each other. Um, and again, I, I think we were hoping a little bit that the brackets would fall where they each got a home game this mm. week and then played each other for the district title, ensuring that we've got a team in the regional uh, final. But I'll take this too because it ensures that next week we're going to be uh, doing a most likely at Memorial Stadium. Um, Sorry, Lance. Uh, uh, yeah, assuming Roseville doesn't get upset uh, because of the forfeits, Roseville's actually the fourth seed even though they're probably the favorite to win the district, mm-hmm. and they would have to travel to Memorial Stadium against either the Huskies or the Big Reds. Yeah, so let's let's just break down this game, Dennis, because as you said in the intro, you can give reasons for both sides winning this game. Who do you want to start with first? Do you want to start with Port here on High, or do you want to start with Port here on Northern? Well, uh, Port here on High beat them 14-7 mm-hmm. uh, the first time around. The Big Reds played that game without – Amari Holler. And without Gavin Troy. How much of a difference does that make the second time around? Because for me, like um, Amari is an electric enough player that it kind of makes it a different game. I would 100% agree. It's not, no disrespect to any other position, but you miss a, a D lineman, an O lineman, a wide receiver, it doesn't have that same every play impact that a quarterback does. And not to say Nate Oriole hasn't done a fine job in his absence, but Amari Holler, you heard during that highlight tape, is a threat to go to the house on any play from anywhere on the field. He is the biggest difference maker in this game, but I guess we'll to give Northern an advantage right now. You want the weather forecast for uh, Port here on Michigan for tomorrow as of... 11.22 a.m. on Thursday. Friday, high of 55, 95% chance of rain, 13 to 15 mile an hour winds. Uh, again, By Friday night, 48 degrees, and it's going to be raining. So, yeah. Both these teams can throw the ball if they have to, but the run is their preference. Mm-hmm. So I expect it to be a running game. So what the weather says to me is – Hold on to the football. The mm-hmm. The team that doesn't fumble the ball on Friday night will be the team that wins the football game. I would agree with that. And I don't think we had one turnover in the game last time, and that was Ashford's interception on fourth down, so it was really kind of a moot point. I think that was the only one. If you want to count the botched punt where – they just tackle him. By the way, that's something else. Yeah, that's Gavin Troy's yeah. back, and yes, he's a very good linebacker, very good running back. He had a 90-yard run against uh, Roseville, Roseville yeah. but he's their punter, and that had been a sore spot for a while. Getting your guys there that you know what they're doing speeds up that operation time just a little bit. Well, the, the snaps, too. That's a key, and they're working on it. Uh, when I was at practice earlier this week, getting that long snap 
to the punter. You don't want to bounce it this week. You don't want to snap it, won't it high. Bounce this week, it'll just splosh. Yeah, you you, you just you 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 can't have that those types of mistakes. And the other thing, and I talked about this with with Larry Rollins, penalties. And like everybody's everybody takes penalties, but it's when you take them. And these two teams have pensions for taking penalties on big plays. But as Larry said it, most times you got a big play because of the penalty. <laughs> it's the penalty that opened the hole for you. <laughs> yeah, it's – I'm just looking at this game. I, I My gut wants to favor Port here on high. But like I've said all year, Northern's found a way to get it done most of the time. Yeah, they lost 14-7. to They They were in the red zone with under five minutes to play. It, it goes a little differently. That's a, go, that's a game going to overtime, Dennis. Uh, I'm not going to hold what happened against Romeo against them uh, because... No, yeah, you throw that throw that game out. Northern's defense is legit. Um, and against Romeo, they're just playing a team from another galaxy. Now, let me ask you this, because you can go one of two ways with this. And I want to be fair because we're saying this about some other teams. Poirier on high and Northern are both on the field. They're riding two-game losing streaks going into this. And Poirier on high didn't just lose last week. They got thwacked by a D6 Michigan collegiate team. Does that wake them up? Does that get them focused? Or is that a sign of things to come? Uh, I I think it's going to be a wake-up call. At least I think that's the rallying cry at practice this week is, see, guys? It's not supposed to be easy. You have to show up. You have to play. And and at this point, if you have to tell anybody wearing red and white or anybody wearing blue and gold what this week is, then they don't have a pulse to begin with. Like, if your kids can't get up and get ready for this game, why are they, why'd they go out for football? <laughs> exactly. This is the thing you dream about when you're, like, playing – little league football and you're hoping for a playoff game against your rival and you, you get that opportunity for Portier on high it's to put a definitive stamp that we are the best team in this district for Portier on northern it's an opportunity at revenge and to flip the script from two years ago because guess what I'll be honest people forget about the regular season meeting if you win the playoff game absolutely like how long is like think about this We've had like 50 years of this rivalry or whatever it is. This is only the second time they're playing in a playoff game. This is the golden age of the Crosstown Showdown. Started in, I, I guess, 2019 is when it would have started. I mean, even 2018 had an excellent game. 2017 was a was – a, 2016 was, yeah, wasn't but, a blowout. The last blowout we had was 2015. I don't think we're going to see a blowout. I think this is going to be a low-scoring slugfest with the weather and – also, the way both these defenses, especially Northern's, plays. Yeah, th- this this don't be surprised if this is a six nothing game. Don't be surprised if this is a twenty one twenty game. But I wouldn't go much higher than that. How much does special teams play a factor? Because in the last game alone between these two teams, the opening kickoff hit a front lineman for Northern, and PH recovered. They get the ball to start both halves. Northern forced a bad snap on a punt and tackled the punter in the backfield, set up their only touchdown. Those two plays alone changed the dynamic of that game so much. How much is it going to affect this game? 
Well, that's a good question, and, and it's not so much like special teams plays, like somebody running back a kick or running back a punt, something like that. To me, it's mistakes, special teams mistakes, bad snaps, uh, a, a shanked kick. Turning your back too soon on the front line. Yeah, uh, thing, things like that. Um, if, if it comes down to uh, a missed extra point, um, or, or a missed field goal, something like that, uh, especially in the bad weather, those things are more likely to happen. Uh, and I actually think if you're the team kicking the ball, you have to kind of play it extra cautious and extra safe. I've said it before, boring special teams can be good special teams. Like you said, you don't have to run a kickback. You don't have to make a 50-yard field goal. Hey, snap, punt. If it goes 25 yards down the field, all right, well, you gave your defense a chance. Hey, you kick it off. Even if it goes out of bounds, you give your defense a chance at the 35. Just do enough so that you don't notice the special teams because usually when you talk about special teams, it's either because you're really, really good at it or you're really, really bad at it, and it's made a considerable difference. Just have boring special teams, and I think whoever does that will win because, Dennis – how often do you talk about, and uh, in, in every game have we talked about long snapping? We haven't. And, and again, we think weather's going to be an issue on uh, Friday, so secure the ball. Ball's yes. kicked to you on the kickoff. Just make sure you secure the ball. Don't worry about running downfield with it. Just make sure you get the possession on a punt. Make sure you catch it or make sure you get the hell out of the way. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be the hero, just especially if it's a one-score game, especially if it's a tie game, and more so for Northern because the way they play and the way Larry Rollins likes to run it is kill the clock, win the time of possession, and I don't want to say bore the other team to death, but sometimes it's bore the other <laughs> team to death. Seriously, wait for that one mistake and hit it, and if he can get up a score – He's going to lean on that defense heavy, and that's a defense that can be leaned on. I'm just going to I'm going to say this: eight to six and seven to nothing count the same as fifty-one to twenty-eight and forty-nine yep. to nineteen. Yep, <laughs> same result. They count the same in the standings. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you think anyone from the North End would complain if they won three to two? No, not at all. Exactly. Just win, baby, is the theme. Yeah, a little <laughs> Al Davis for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have a couple other games. Dennis, I don't know how long we took on that. Do you want to get Marine City Lake, Lake or South Lake out of the way <laughs> just because, Dennis, uh, there's not a lot to talk this, about. Well, there, there's some things that, uh, that I want to say, though. Okay, Go ahead. So I mean, there, there are This is points. the 30th time Marine City has made the playoffs. Think about that, people. 30th time. Time, they have won 50 playoff games. 50. They're 50 and 27 in 30 or 29 playoffs. Yeah. This is their their 30th. So they're averaging almost two wins every time they made the playoffs. Yeah. I I mean, that's crazy. Look at their opponent, Southlake. They've only been in the playoffs. This is the 10th time in school history. A third of the time. That Marine City, they have one playoff win. Marine City has 50. I mean, just the... By the way, the, the modern playoff, as we'll call it, as you know, today started in 1999. That's when six and in started. So we've had 22 years of it. 
and the Mariners have made the playoffs 30 times. It's it's just absolutely crazy. Um, Southlake's only playoff win was uh, over Clawson. Uh, they lost once to Marine City before, 49-12 to back in 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Marine City beat them in week two. Uh, 47 to six, I think was the uh, score. Uh, let me in uh, week two that for you. Uh, but uh, so week yeah, two 47 to six. Yeah, yeah. So Marine City is obviously the the heavy favorite here in this game. We're fully expecting them to win big, um, and and I don't think that they're going to disappoint us. Put it this way, it'll be the biggest upset in the state if Southlake wins the football game, and I don't think we're going to have the biggest upset in the state this week. No, just do your job, stay healthy, don't look past them because you don't want a situation. I mean, I know it's not apples to apples, but Dennis, I remember about five years ago, there was an undefeated Marysville team that welcomed in South Lake for a playoff game, and they they didn't escape, but it was a much closer game than you would have thought. Uh, let me see, uh, what was it's it? It's a high scoring was game. Was it like 46-38, if I remember? Uh, yeah, 46-38, a one-score game against a very talented Marysville team that beat a Marine City team that year. Yeah. So, not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying if you show up and expect to roll the ball out and win, things can get away from you, especially in bad conditions. Like, just take care of business yeah. and move on to whoever wins Dundee, Lutheran, North. And, and, I, and I always uh, throw in that, especially this time of year, the, uh, the, the X factor for Marine City is that coaching staff. They'll have those kids ready and focused. And I, th- I talked about this with Coach Letson. Being there before and knowing what to expect from the playoffs and, like, the bright lights don't get to you as much makes a difference. Like, playing in a regional last year, having kids two years ago, I believe uh, Wyatt Walker and Charles Tiger were both on the 2018 team, that played in a semifinal. Like, that's just old news to them, and they know how to go about it, where that first time you get out there in a playoff game, you get some butterflies in your stomach, you, uh, you have to kind of take a second to bring it all in, where for Marine City, it's business as usual. All right, will this be lucky 13 for St. Clair? Into the postseason for the 13th time are the uh, the Saints, but they haven't actually won a playoff game since they beat North Branch in 2018 in the opening round. 62-29 to 29 was the score, and what I remember about that game, uh, Brady, was Ethan Mon returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. North Branch got the ball, and on their first play from scrimmage, they got a 70-something yard touchdown. And then Ethan Mon returned the kickoff for a touchdown, and then on their first play from scrimmage, North Branch got another long touchdown, and it was 14-14, to 14, and the game wasn't even like three minutes old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to see that, Dennis. So I was up at North Branch. I talked to Coach Furman, Coach Goins, just because uh, we kind of were following the season, but we couldn't get a ton of info. They are very happy with the way their team's playing right now. They took it to Linden in the first half. Linden came back. Dennis, I didn't know this. North Branch had the ball for about 21 minutes in the first half against Linden. That's the key to success, especially you get into the postseason. If you can possess the ball like that 
And North Branch has got a good defense, but you keep your defense off the uh, field because apparently Linden can do some things because they scored, what, 21 points in the second half or 24, 24 points yeah. in the second half. So that's three touchdowns and three two-point conversions, I'm going to assume. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and they play in a tough league. But North Branch, and they said it to me, they've been in playoff mode since week four. They knew in all likelihood they weren't making it with six wins. In that time, they had to beat Almont in overtime. They had to come back. Dennis, they were dead to rights. It was 14-0 with six minutes left against Richmond. They came back and win. They scored, got a pick six, forced a stop, and drove down the field and scored in six minutes of football, Dennis. Uh and, they, and they've just handled it. They survived MLA City at home in bad weather, and they took it to Linden uh, last week. They are on a roll. St. Clair is going to look to stop it, but from what I hear, they're getting healthy. They're going to have all their horses back, no pun intended. And it's going to be tough for St. Clair. I know they're the home team. I know they're the one seed. But the good news for them, Dennis, and North Branch coaches will say it, they're athletic and they are explosive. Yeah, they have the the big play capability, and again, you wonder what the weather will uh, will do to this because again, North Branch is one of those teams they'll throw the ball once a century, <laughs> if catch you off guard if when they, they do it. If they want, if they if they have to, if they don't have to, they'll run it six hundred times. Yeah, but 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 that's that's their mo. They run the football and they play physical. Uh, against the, their opponents, they basically they come out of the gate in August playing playoff football. Yeah, yeah, that they do. Um, but Dennis for Saint Clair, I think the biggest key is how well they can throw the ball because you know North Branch is used to stopping the run. They are used to going downhill and stuffing the run, how well can Luke Ellis throw it? I think that's going to end up being the deciding factor. Can he find a, a Logan Ellis? Can he find Ethan White? Can he find some of his other targets for deep touchdowns or not even deep touchdowns, but to keep drives going, convert third and longs? That's going to be the biggest issue because against Lakeview, Dennis, you talk, I talked about how North Branch held the ball. Lakeview had the ball. They got the ball to start the second half. St. Clair didn't touch the ball until 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Lakeview scored, line drive, kickoff, hit off a guy. They got it back, scored again, and that's why it kind of got away from St. Clair. And also, St. Clair, you mentioned penalties with Port here in High and Northern. Three touchdowns called back in that game. That makes a big And difference. they had a touchdown call back in week nine against Marysville. They also had three turnovers. Yes. They turned it over a few times against Warren Woods Tower. I think North Branch, even though they're on the road, might uh, might be a slight favorite. It's going to be uh, – this is the toughest game to call, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm excited I'm going to be there doing it. And, again, North Branch, I know that a lot of the guys aren't back from that team, but Damasco was there last year. A couple of the other guys were. Uh, they had a, a – They've won five playoff games in school history, and like three of them came last year. Yeah, and that, that's what Coach Furman talked about. He's building a culture, and as a coach, he knows what to expect. At, fun fact for you, Will Damasca was the ball boy during the St. Clair North Branch shootout <laughs> game. So he's like, he goes, well, he hasn't 
played there, but he knows what to expect from that stadium. He's like, there's going to be a lot of people there. It's a great atmosphere. You know North Branch's entire town is just going to put caution tape around it and let everyone else go out. They're going to shut down for the night. <laughs> it should be a fun atmosphere, and I'm excited to, that we have it on our airwaves, and I'm excited that it's happening because I think this is one of those games – this is one of those games you hope you would get in the regular season with a local league. Yeah. We'll get more into the BWAC here, and uh, we'll talk Crosslex Notre Dame prep uh, when we uh, start our uh, next uh, segment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. 
Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. We continue to look at the first-round playoff matchups. Croslex, 12-16 and 16 all-time in the postseason. Notre Dame Prep, I think you'll be surprised because you, they're one of the ones you hear the name and there's an aura around well, it. But they're, they're they're eleven and fourteen in the postseason. I, I don't know if they've ever really made a super deep run. I can check for that while you talk for a minute. Um, they've but. played nine nine of their twenty five postseason games have been against teams from the Blue Water area. They're four and five in those games, and that includes a forty one nothing loss to the Croslex Pioneers back in 2006. Now, what does all that mean going into uh, this uh, Friday's uh, game? Absolutely nothing, but <laughs> those are the numbers that history will pose for the uh, the two sides. Um, I, I like this uh, game. I, w- I wish they would have played this game on Saturday so that uh, we would have had an opportunity to, to go and watch this one because, uh, you know, both these teams play fast. Uh, That's an I, understatement. I, You're going to see legitimately. I joke and say 200. You might see 150 to 175 plays ran. This might, like Dennis, we might get done with our games, especially, well, both of ours, because both teams are going to run the ball a ton. And that game might be just starting the fourth quarter. They might just be starting the second half. Like, it, <laughs> depending on how it goes, that game, will. It, hopefully someone's there to cover it because we'd be able to catch the end of that game. Well, it, at advantage Crosslex if we have bad weather because we've seen against Armada, they like to throw the ball, but they don't have to. Right. No, they don't have to. That was, that's a big turning point in what I thought because I was like, yeah. They like to throw it. They're slinging it, but it gets cold and windy and wet. It's hard to sling it. And then Belly Grappy said, I'll just score like seven touchdowns in the last two games. <laughs> and that's that's the scary part. And the other thing is, if they want to rely on Jake Townsend's legs, they can. Like, they don't need to because they have other backs. But if Jake Townsend needs to run it 15 times, he can run it 15 times. 
They also have uh, some other secret weapons, and I don't know if he's a secret weapon, but if they have to uh, snap the ball to Espinosa or hand it to him, he can fly. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of options. And, again, that was something that was very encouraging against Armada. They didn't use Sage Slanik. They didn't use Espinosa. They didn't use Oliver. They didn't use Wilson. They, they kind of used Townsend. It was belly grappling the offensive line that created holes and allowed them to win that game on the ground. Besides that, a lot of their go-to guys were non-existent, and not because they weren't playing well or anything, just because the weather didn't allow it. And their defense has been uh, one of the best in the area. Yes, it has. Uh, maybe if you compare numbers, maybe they're the best in the area this year statistically. Um, but they haven't faced a team like Notre Dame prep, really, uh, who will hurry it up on them, who aren't all run all the time. Yeah, and they have Notre Dame prep. I'm really glad I got to see them play. Their quarterback uh, is a solid quarterback. He's young but he throws the ball really hard, and he doesn't have a lot of touch right now. Still very talented. Their running back has a lot of talent. They have two twins that uh, both play receiver. They bring them in motion, give them, on, give them handoffs. There's a lot of stuff to worry about with Notre Dame prep, but it, I think these are two very similar teams. And I think the winner of this game is going to be favored over whoever wins the St. Clair North branch game. I don't know, Dennis. This is a tough game. I think the weather would favor Croslex if it's going to be wet and muddy and, and sloshy and cold, but I don't know that for a fact. I know they want the stink from the sugar factory, but the weather may wash that away. I know. That was a great <laughs> quote, asking Pioneer Sugar to get the sugar churning because this is a legitimate thing because we said this before. We weren't worried about Croslex going on the road. We know they can travel. They just went to Garber and said, ha ha, you're cute. We're going to win this game. Bye. Notre Dame prep and teams down in the city and the suburbs, legitimately when they come up past 23 mile, they are in nowhere land America. They're on Interstate 8 and there's they're happy if they see a gas station. <laughs> like They don't like to come up here. So that's going to like Marysville or St. Clair Marine. They have to go all the way up to Cross Lex, which they're going to be going down a two-lane road, either Wildcat or up the the river. They're going to be go looking at their watches going, have we entered another time zone? Yeah, right. <laughs> Are we there yet? And they're going to get there, and it's going to be a s small town field. They're going to see a sugar factory back there, a cornfield next to the, the baseball diamond, and go, where are we? And it was kind of what we talked about last year with Country Day and North Branch, and they didn't get that opportunity because they had to play at Lapeer. But playing at home, I think, helps the Pioneers a lot. All right, we're going to get a rematch between Richmond and Armada. This is a game that Richmond really wanted pretty badly. Are they going to be happy about that? That Yes. I, I Now, I don't know if they win the game, but it's definitely a lot closer than it was a month or so ago I just don't see Armada dominating this game this game by the way is played at Oxford uh, because Armada's field is just beyond repair right now I Dennis we saw them against Parma Western 
they are close to hitting some big plays. They are getting themselves in position to do good things. They just haven't executed. Now, will it start to click against Armada? I don't know. Well, all time, Richmond has dominated heads up against Armada. Uh, In terms of tradition, Richmond has played 30 playoff games. This is their 20th postseason in school history. The Armada Tigers have made the playoffs. This is just the fifth time. They've only played five playoff games in the school's history, and probably the last one was played before some of these kids that are on the current team were even born. Um, weird to think. The, the, their only postseason win, however, was against Richmond. And Richmond is 3-4 and four in the playoffs against BWAC teams, for what that matters, as we look at uh, uh, the, the history of this thing. And Armada dominated the first meeting between these two teams. Um, and it wasn't even close. No. No, it wasn't. But one thing I will give in Richmond's favor is in that Western game, Dennis, they did pretty well against the run. They held their own, and it was the pass that killed them down in Jackson. It wasn't that they were running wild outside of the one broken tackle that led to an 80-yard touchdown run. Yeah, and we know that our mid is not going to come out and chuck the ball over no. the place, and especially in bad weather. They're going to run, but for at least the first six weeks of the season – Nobody ran it better than they ran it. Now, the last three weeks, they've stubbed their toe. But if we really look at it, Brady, they had uh, a, a game with Elmont that they lost by a touchdown. They had a game with Kersley that they lost by a touchdown. And in between, I thought Crosslex handled them. It, they were respe- they didn't get embarrassed against them. They, they fought, but Crosslex proved they were a superior team. I... Th- does it matter that it's at Oxford and not Armada? Does the neutral site take a little bit of the edge off for Armada? I, I don't know. The The only thing that I, I look at this is, don't you think Saligan's a little bit more dangerous on the turf than on a grass field? Yes, but I could make the argument for Conan and Heb and Fodale are all also more yeah. dangerous. But, I mean, for, for Richmond to win, they're going to have to have big plays from guys like Saligan. And, um, you, you've got a freshman quarterback there. That's a big ask to me to say, hey, freshman quarterback, go beat our yeah, big rival in a playoff game. But he's played for a little while now. This will be his one, two, three, sixth game. He should be a little more seasoned. He's not going to be as green, and he was making some nice throws again against Parma Western. I think our mate is the favorite and probably will win, but I don't think it's going to be a 34-3 to game with 30 seconds to go like it was last time. Uh, uh, again, Richmond, got to hang on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Turnover bugaboo has been a bugaboo uh, for them. And, and Armada, you got you to gotta find your mojo. You got to get your confidence back. You got to get back to where you were in week six Cause you're where you're a 6-0 and football team that felt like he could take on the world. Because if you win this game, there is a winnable game on the other side, whether it's Flint Powers or Corona staring you in the face. All right. Uh, Almont goes to Clawson. Uh, this is a great draw for Almont. Almont's going to win. Yeah. Almont's going to win. Almont's going to win. Start prepping for collegiate. Almont, you're going to win. And they're going to add to their, their totals because they've beaten Clawson in the playoffs twice by a combined score of 119 to 15. And while those games might have been in – 2011 and 2014, 2021, 
might be a little bit more of the uh, same. I, I think this is a game where Almont can get some separation. Uh, and and, I, and I, I don't want to disrespect Clawson that much Let- because other than the one game that I saw them play against Armada where they just got destroyed 48 to nothing, Clawson has been well, oh, very competitive. Let, let, let's sure. do a little exercise, Dennis. I'm going to go through, because they played Armada week one, Besides, I'm going to go through every other game. You tell me teams that you think would have that if they played all eight BWAC teams would go four and four. Not even a winning record. We'll just win as many as they lost. You ready? Clintondale. Probably not. Lampfear. Maybe. Okay, they lost that 38 to 10. Southlake. No. Centerline. No. Lincoln. Definitely not Lincoln. New Haven. New Haven doesn't win a game. Madison. Madison probably doesn't win a game. Garden City. Don't know anything about Garden City. And the answer to that one is no, because they were a three and six football team who, yeah, who two of their wins were Annapolis and Thurston, which we know lost to BWAC teams. So my point being, okay, they played one team or I guess two teams that would could possibly have a winning record in the BWAC, and they lost those games a combined 86 to 10. This is Almont's game to lose. Just don't trip over your own feet, and you'll be setting up for a game against Warren Collegiate in the district finals. All right, another uh, rematch game here. Harbor Beach goes up to uh, Ubley to take on the uh, Bearcats. Uh, interesting thing here between these two schools Brady 65 playoff wins <sighs> Harbor Beach is 33 and 19 and Ubley is 32 and 20 uh all time in the the playoffs they played each other four times Ubley has only won once in the playoffs against Harbor Beach um but it was the most recent time that they've played each other in the postseason Beach is the team that gives Ubley fits but man, they're just Ubley is just so good this year. Eight and two in their last ten playoff games. They went all the way to the state finals last year before Centerville stopped them. Yeah, and I think this is on, on, on like no smarm the toughest test for Ubley probably until the semifinals. I'd have to look at who they'd meet in a regional because. Harbor Beach is kind of that boogeyman for them. Like you said, they've only beaten them once in the playoffs. Harbor Beach, yeah, they beat them by 17 last time, but Ubley has everything to lose and really not a lot to gain. Harbor Beach, if they lose this game, okay, you lost by 17 before. This Ubley team has steamrolled everyone with the fury of a thousand suns. Okay, you lost to an amazing Ubley team. But if you win this game... You're playing with house money right now. Who cares if you lose? Go out. Leave it on the table. You you put another thorn in the side of Ubley when they think they can make a deep run. Whew. I'm a little worried about Ubley. I think they're still the better team. But because it's Ubley Harbor Beach and Harbor Beach has dominated this rivalry all time, Dennis. Uh, do you have that in front of you? Or I, I don't, but yeah. 50 it, and 21 yeah, all it's, time. It's... Harbor but, Beach against Ubley. But the, here, here's what I, again, where I give uh, another edge to Ubley is a lot of the guys that made that run last year are on this team. I this get year. it. Evan Prusky, 
we'd we'd probably be giving him votes for player of the year if we just saw him play a little more. And they've got uh, Mueller and Oberski. All those guys were big parts of what they did last year in getting to Ford Field. I get it. And I've been on the Ubley bandwagon all year, and I'll continue to be on the Ubley bandwagon all year. But don't be surprised if we're here Friday night and we go, oh, wow, Ubley escaped 27-21 in a close game. I wouldn't be, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to read you a score that said Ubley won 60 to nothing, and I wouldn't be surprised to read you a score that Ubley needed four overtimes to win the game. Exactly. I would be surprised if we read a score, though, that Harbor Beach won the game. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. And they'll probably play the winner. Well, they will play the winner of Marlette Cass City. Dennis, this is interesting. This is interesting because one side has the history and one side has the present on their side. Do you want want the numbers? Because the numbers are ugly. Give me the numbers. All right. Uh, Cass City all-time leads the uh, series with Marlette 41 15 and 2. Um, 8 and 2 is Cassidy's record in pre district games in That's the impressive. history of their school. Um, Cassidy has played nine postseason games the last two years and won seven of them. Um, they're 13 and 10 all time in the, uh, the playoffs. Marlette is 1 and 7 all time in the playoffs. Their only playoff win came in 2011 against Vassar. Cassidy has won the only playoff meeting between the two teams. 2014 was a close game. Cassidy won 14 to uh, eight. Um, I know that they're, they're building a, a new culture in Marlette. They're throwing the ball around. That's the other thing that worries about me. If we've got bad weather this weekend, what does it do to the air raid? How can Marlette uh, adjust? Um, I just think this is a tough draw for Marlette. I think Cassidy is the one team they probably didn't want to play first. Yeah, probably not, but hey, you're at the dance. You got to go with the big boys. You you don't you, there's very few easy wins and if it and if you have them it's cuz you're an elite elite state championship level team. Win this game, get a little bit of good feeling in your program. And then go lose to Ubley. <laughs> You said it, not me. And they kept it close for a half. They did keep it close for uh, a half. Um, and, and, and I get um, the, that it's hard to beat a team a second time. I, I just think Ubley just keeps getting better and better and better from week to week. Uh, and they just continue to – every time that they are, are challenged by a tough opponent, they find a way – to where they went up to bad acts and they won by two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, all right, Mooney. Uh, Mooney has got uh, Lutheran Northwest. This also is a rematch. Mooney won the first time, thirty-one to uh, to seven. Uh, Lutheran Northwest one in eleven in postseason games. They've lost nine straight playoff games. It's been a long time for Cardinal Mooney. They're in, actually in the playoffs back-to-back years for the first time since 2011-2012. Uh, Their last playoff win was 2011. That was an eight-man playoff game. They haven't won an 11-man playoff game since 2005, but this is all part of turning that culture around. They had a seven-win season for the first time since 2005, 2006, whatever it was. Uh, 2001 it might have even been, but – this is a Mooney team that's going to get its eighth win 
of the season, and it's going to end all those. We haven't won a playoff game since because we're now going to go into next week going, Mooney's last playoff win was last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too um, many weapons here. Not that this means anything. I just think it's a fun little factoid. Mooney's playoff wins, all of them, well, I should say none of them, currently play 11-man football. Interesting. A school, Zoe Christian doesn't exist, and Kingston plays eight-man. Oh, and Holy Redeemer, too. That doesn't exist. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. So they actually lost a playoff game at one point to Notre Dame Prep, which is seems weird because they're playing Cross Lex, but obviously they've grown. But Mooney, they're playing Lutheran Northwest. They should win this game. Again, they don't they didn't have Trent Rice last time. Toronto's a nice quarterback. Hazen later, I think, went off against Lutheran Northwest. On and I believe they played at Lutheran Northwest, right? Uh, yeah, that that yeah, was a road so game in week home. two. So yeah. Mooney should be the big favorite, and I don't see why they won't get their rematch with Clarkson Everest. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And again, I don't think weather will be a big issue for Mooney. Yes, they do like to throw the, throw the throw the ball occasionally, but um, they can still. They can run the rock, and uh, they and throw a lot Saturday. of different formations yeah, at you, and th- they have other ways to get the ball into the hands of their big playmakers. And it's, it's a good thing to keep it working, keep it moving, and build this program up. One of the best quotes that we've had on all year was, do you want to win games or do you want to be a homecoming game? Exactly. They're not going to be – if they win this game and they go to Everest and even if – I don't know if they win that game. I don't think they win that game. But they're proven they're not going to be anyone's homecoming game anymore. Well, I I know – I don't know how the kids feel about it, but I know Joe Cannell wants to play Everest again. Oh, yeah. And to do that, he's got to win this football game. I think they'll be uh, ready. Uh, Anchor Bay's only postseason victory was a win over Dakota. Don't think they're going to repeat that uh, this week. But – it's a nice story to say, hey, their only playoff win was against Dakota. I bet you they keep it a little closer, but they don't They don't get embarrassed, but they don't win the game. Uh, and in uh, eight-man uh, football, uh, Deckerville will play Britton-Deerfield. Uh, uh, Britton-Deerfield is actually in their first year of eight-man football. And they're, not a, they're not a long uh, – I think the program's been around 10 years – and this is their first year playing eight-man football, and they went eight and one. So they made the adjustment very nicely. Uh, and Deckerville is Deckerville, and the game's in Deckerville, so I'd never pick against the Eagles uh, at home against a team in its first year Brent of Deerfield's only loss is the Lenaway Christian. Yeah. It might be a tough game for Deckerville, but I think – Britain Deerfield's going to learn pretty quickly how tough it is to win in the playoffs in eight-man football. And Peck has to travel. They have to go to Augre Sims. Augre Sims has been playing uh, 11-man football for a couple of years now, and their only playoff wins in school history have come since they've gone to eight-man. Uh, and they're, they're a solid program. And, uh, again, I like Peck a lot. There's a, there's a lot of tradition there, especially since they've gone to eight-man. They have a state uh, championship but, uh, again, I don't know the status of, uh, of Lenter, um, so or Lentner. Uh, so, I, I don't th- – this is a tough ask for Peck to go on the road and win this game at Audrey Sims. Yeah, you said it all right there, Dennis. All right. 
So with that, we'll bring Bill Warren in next, and we'll actually make our picks uh, for uh, for this week. And uh, Brady and I will see if we can uh, pull up our uh, our socks here and and get back into this thing because the guests are kicking our butts through the regular season, at least in the picks. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district both in the classroom and on the football field. 
I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Dennis, uh, playoff picks are here, and well, we had Bill Warren on week one of the regular season. Let's have him on for week one of the playoffs. Northern has another big game, so let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. Sideline, it's a foot race 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Forget it, Gavin Troy. 90 yards on the run for a big red touchdown. Snap comes, hands off Groppy, cuts up inside the right tackle room to work. Cross the 25 20. He will get into the end zone and put an exclamation point on this one. Touchdown, Pioneers. Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Dennis, Marine City. Marine City. Paul, Marine City. Marine City. Marine City. Steinhauer into the end zone. Touchdown, PHN. Thanks. So on the record, I'm the only one that took Northern. It's announced my presence with authority. I'm not sure what. It's my presence with authority. For Rice, he's got it at the 30. Rice to the 25, blows by his defenders as he put it into another gear. And he'll walk it into the end zone for a Mooney touchdown. Uh, fun fact on Hazel Park, as a JV basketball player, I dropped 19 points on Hazel Park. Ryder Brooks, he catches at the 15, and there's going to be no one between him and the end zone. Touchdown, St. Clair. None of his teammates came to the poor guy's birthday party, son. Nobody came to Brady's birthday party, but we knew that already. Well, you know who would come to my birthday party? Bill Warren. Welcome back. I bet Bill Warren dropped a hat trick on Hazel Park when he was a junior. (laughs) Well, they weren't on our schedule, unfortunately. (laughs) Anyway, Dennis, before we get started, go over the standings. I have some ground to make up, to say the least. Yeah, uh, the guests are in first place, 74 and 16. We've got to get some weaker guests. Uh, Bill Warren was guesting week one. He went seven and three, so he's part of that uh, that montage. Bill's actually been picking all the way along, and he's tied with me at 72 and 18. Oh, uh, that means I'm behind him too. S- s- yes, you are. That's for the top, right? Uh, the, well, well, we're two. We're two. We're both two games back. All right. We we've we slipped up some, but Brady I mean, between the three of us, though, right? Yeah, Bra- yeah Brady. Yeah, Brady. Yeah. Brady had a uh, <laughs> Brady had a tough week nine, going six and four. He's seventy one and nineteen now. Which again, I think sounds good, but when I'm behind you guys, it's not as good, it's <laughs> not good enough. Anyway, as we always do, starting up in the thumb. Where the Marlette Red Raiders welcome in Cass City, hoping to win their second playoff game in school history. Cass City coming off a very nice run to end the regular season to get into the playoffs. 
Dennis Stuckey, who wins this game and why? Uh, Marlette's been a nice story, but uh, I think Cassidy's going to win this game. There's uh, The history is on Cassidy's side. They've dominated heads up against Marlette over the years. Uh, they beat Marlette the only time they've ever played in a playoff game. And the last two years, Cassidy, I believe, has played eight playoff games. They were a semifinalist last year. I know not all the kids are back, but enough of them are back that know how to handle playoff games. Cassidy wins. Bill Warren. I agree with Dennis. I'm taking Cassidy also. I will get one game back here and take Marlette. Look at Cassidy's schedule. The teams they lost to, for the most part, outside of, I believe, Harbor Beach, were all playoff teams. That's their only win, I believe, against the team with a winning record. Marlette going to get their second playoff win. Well, the winner of that game will play the winner of Harbor Beach and Ubley, a historic rivalry up in the thumb. Game will be at Ubley. Bill Warren, you get us started here. Who wins this clash of the GTC East Titans? Boy, that's going to be a really fun one up there in the thumb, I, but I, I've got to go with Ubley. Uh, I know Harbor Beach has got a great squad. They've, they've been to the playoffs. They've, they've made a lot of noise in the playoffs, but, uh, you know, I really like Ubley in this one. Yeah, I can't disagree. I've been on the Ubley train the whole time. Now, if this was two different teams, I think Ubley would win by 20, 30 points, but it's Ubley Harbor Beach. This one's going to be tough for the Bearcats. This might be their toughest game until maybe the semifinal just because of the rivalry and how well Harbor Beach has done against them. Dennis Stuckey. Beach is the team that gives Ubley fits. Beach has dominated heads up all time, but not this year. Ubley's the better team. Is going to a little Mac action for a moment. Anchor Bay got into the playoffs, and they get the very nice draw of at Dakota. So I'll start us off. You know, Anchor Bay, I like them. I, I hope they pull off an upset. They weren't competitive in the first game. They won't be competitive in the second game. Dakota beats Anchor Bay. Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, Dakota's going to win this one, and we've talked about this a lot. The difference between the good teams in the red and the good teams in the white, or the only good team in the white this year, Anchor Bay, Dakota's going to win. Bill Warren, Dakota. Dakota all the way. I mean, they're a small college. They look like a small <laughs> college. They play like a small college. Anchor Bay is going to have their hands full there. Well, from a small college to a small division, back to Division 8, Lutheran Northwest comes up to play Cardinal Mooney in another week, a week one rematch this time. Cardinal Mooney playing on Saturday. Dennis Stuckey, you will be on the call at that one, 1 p.m. kickoff. So get us started. Does Mooney get a playoff win? Yeah, Mo Mooney beat him by 24 the first time they played, and Trent Rice didn't play in that game. He's going to play this week. Bill Warren. I got to go with Mooney also. That's been a nice story down there in Marine City, and uh, they'll, they'll keep her going. Yeah, I have no reason to disagree. Mooney, Mooney's going to roll. They want that rematch with Everest. All right, back to the BWAC. Almont in D6 gets a first-round matchup against Clawson. The Raiders struggled a little bit during the regular season, but, Dennis, we've documented it. Almont could make a run, and it starts against Clawson. Bill Warren, do they get the round one victory? Yes, they do. I'm taking Almont all the way. My Mac Bronze disrespect has been well documented, and this will just be another log on the fire. Almont in a rout. 30-plus point victory for Almont. Dennis Stuckey. Almont, 56. Clawson, negative three. All right, there you go. <laughs> Richmond <laughs> will get a rematch against arch-rival Armada. 
on a neutral field. Armada's field is not in good enough conditions to play, so they are going to Bud Rowley Field in Oxford for the rematch of this game. I will get us started, and both these teams limped into the playoffs. Both these teams are struggling. I think Richmond will give them a much better game. I think the Blue Devils have improved, but they just quite aren't there. And Armada will get their first playoff win in a long time. I believe 17 years. Armada over Richmond, Dennis Stuckey. Armada has one playoff win in school history, and it was a 15-0 victory over Richmond. They're going to get their second playoff win in school history, and it might be another 15-0 <laughs> win over Richmond. Bill Warren. Armada. There you go. Short and sweet. Man, I'll keep, a few words. I'll keep it short and sweet with this one. Southlake comes up to Marine City for a traditional sacrifice. Dennis Stuckey, anything else to say besides Marine City? Um, because the score should be 75 to nothing, Marine City will call off the dogs early and only win 42 to nothing. Bill Warren. I actually think this game's going to be a close game, but, uh, uh, you know, you've said it before, Dennis, it's tough to bet against Marine City. So, Marine City. I will be on the call for this one, 6.40 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night because St. Clair's playing at home. Marine City Mariner fans are going to, going to enjoy this one. They will beat Southlake for the second time this season. Now we get into probably our three most interesting matchups and toughest ones to call. We'll start up in the land of the sugar. Notre Dame Prep has to go up to Crosslex to take on the fighting Mike Legros. Bill Warren, does Crosslex get this win or do the Irish spoil Crosslex's season? It's tough to bet against Crosslex. They just seem to be playing so well on both sides of the ball. Talked to my uh, good friend Ricky Patterson up there and he says the, they're ready to roll, so I'm taking Crosslex in this one. This is a tough one because I saw Notre Dame prep against Marine City. They have athletes. They are up-tempo. This will be a three-hour game that has 200 plays run. The thing that was the deciding factor for me, though, is when I saw Crosslex beat Armada and they didn't have to complete a pass. It's going to be rainy, it's going to be cold, and they're playing on a grass field. I think that gives a slight edge to the Pioneers. They'll win this one, but they won't be able to exhale until there's four zeros on the clock. Dennis Stuckey. Uh, I'm picking Crosslex. I just think they're the better team. There you, that's a much easier explanation. <laughs> Whether it's by one or 100, I just think they're the better team. North Branch, who is riding a six-game winning streak, goes to East China Stadium to take on the Matt Gold champion St. Clair Saints. I will be on the call for this one Friday night at 7 p.m. pregame about 6.30, 6.35 and I think this is one of the toughest, the, the toughest game to call in the area. But I will tell you, after going to both practices, after talking to both coaches, and really thinking about this, I think North Branch re re extracts revenge from a few years ago and beats St. Clair at their place to move on. And I think we get a Crosslex North Branch rematch in the district finals. Dennis Stuckey, do you disagree? Um, I can I can come up with reasons why I think both teams are going to uh, win, but uh, why I'm picking North Branch to win this game is simply because from day one they designed themselves for playoff weather, playoff temperatures, uh, and uh, playoff style. Uh, and, uh, I, again, we, we've been saying it for a couple weeks now. 
this is not a team I want to face in a one-game elimination. Uh, I'm picking North Branch to win. Bill Warren. I think they've been probably the hottest team in the area the last six games, like you had mentioned. So uh, North Branch, that is. And uh, I know it's going to be tough going to St. Clair, but uh, I, I definitely like North Branch in this one also. Wow, all three of us picking the four seed over the one seed. And the I coup de say it would be a bad game. <laughs> the coup de gras, <laughs> the main event. Dennis, you'll be on the call for this one. Crosstown showdown, number two, fully loaded. Port here on high, the road team. Port here on northern, trying to get revenge for a 14-7 loss earlier in the season. Should be basically all systems that go for both sides. Dennis Stuckey, who wins this game and why? Uh, this, is, this is a tough call, too, um, because, again, I can come up with reasons why I think both teams are going to win this game. Uh, Big Reds beat them by a touchdown last time without Amari Holler. I think Amari's worth a touchdown. I'm going to go with the Big Reds. Bill Warren. I agree with Dennis. I think it's going to be a – What? Uh, I, 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 well, I just think it's going to be a good game. I didn't say who I was oh, taking Okay. But I uh, – you know, I – Either way, I think it's uh, great for our community to have these two teams play in the first round of the playoffs. And uh, as a former Husky, there's no way I'm uh, taking, not taking my uh, my team, and uh, I'm going to take Northern here. All right, yeah, be worried there yeah. for a second. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be worried, Dennis. You, you knew what I was taking before I, I, even I thought walked you were in. throwing the curveball at me, <laughs> Dennis. You said it. There's reasons for both sides to win. Port here on high, they get their number one quarterback back. They they, and he's going to be, well, you could say rested or rusty depending on how you want to go about that. But the weather's going to be, like I said, probably pretty crappy. Probably cold, probably wet on a grass field. That favors the Huskies. With all that said, Big Reds win, sweep the series, think it's a race to 17, and I don't think Northern can get to 17. Dennis, those are the picks. Those are the picks. Uh, you went off the reservation with Marlette, uh, and uh, Bill went off the reservation with Northern. Uh, otherwise, everybody uh, stayed uh, on the right course by picking the same teams that I picked. You know, I almost, <laughs> the Gainsman in me almost picked Notre Dame prep just to try to desperately get back up, but I couldn't. Go, my heart wouldn't let me do that. Well, uh, I, I, I can't catch the leaders, but I can pull to within a game of the leaders. And I can tie you, week. right, Dennis? You, you, you could, but you're actually now going to be uh, uh, two games behind me. Yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> but I could get, what, one game behind the guests? Uh, if Marlette and PH both you, win? You, you could get to two games back. Gotcha. Oh, if Marlette and PH both win, yeah, you could, you'd pick up two games. There we go. All right, Dennis. Anything just else before we we'd still it we'd be tied at that point? No, I'm 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 pretty pretty good. All right, sounds pretty good. good. Bill, thank I'm you just for happy the playoffs in. are here. You guys stay warm this weekend. Mm, it is. Yeah. It's going to be cold, <laughs> isn't it? Almost hockey season. I think we're going to have to bring you back around. You can almost smell it in the air. Oh yeah. Well, I'm already getting requests for a uh, a hockey preview show, so Bill will be our guy for that. A hundred percent. Because we have to have one person in the room know something about hockey. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> All right. You got 30 seconds of music. You, you want right. to sing us a song? No. Or? Friday night, Dennis, you're at Memorial Stadium, 7 
p.m. kickoff, 6.30 pregame high versus Northern. I'm at East China North Branch versus St. Clair. Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock, you have Mooney Lutheran Northwest pregame, 12.40. I will be at East China Stadium Saturday night. Marine City Southlake pregame, 6.40 kickoff, 7 p.m. All right. And that will do it. Thanks again, uh, Bill. Uh, and everybody enjoy your uh, playoffs, and we'll talk to you uh, on uh, Saturday with the results of Friday's games. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.